I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. For Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, hello and welcome to it. Scotty Sattler here for a Thursday night. And Jason Matthews, hello. Sats. Can't believe you didn't play the, the New South Wales victory song out of the opener. You know what? What? I am ashamed of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. No, I was joking. I don't think there is one, is there? Oh. Yeah. Up, up, <laughs> the blue ooze. <laughs> Shut up, Daddy. <laughs> He goes, because you never win. <laughs> He's in a bad mood because Queensland uh, did lose State of Origin Game 3 last night. And, of course, you're only remembered by your last game, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and the Payne Haas is leaving the Broncos. Oh, he's filthy. <laughs> Payne Haas is leaving the Broncos. Yes, you heard it here first. Well, that might not be uh, the entire story. We'll get to that real soon. Hello to our listeners across the ditch in New Zealand on SENZ. Auckland, 1476, Waikato, 955. I'm not going to go through all the frequencies, but hello to all our listeners through SENZ in New Zealand. This is your first week of the show, and Thursday nights are generally the best. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays and Thursday nights are generally the best, aren't they, Sats? Yes. So welcome to it. No hello rat. to our listeners through the – no, Rat. No, I said hello, Rat. Oh, yeah. Out there. Well, he only <laughs> normally works two days a week. Uh, and he did an extra night last night because of Origin, which was really nice. No, he did two weeks while you were away mm-hmm. as well. He was whinging at lunch today with our big boss. He was exhausted. <laughs> he was exhausted. How many? I think we count. You do eight days a week, <laughs> and he does two, and he whinges. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, of course, and uh, SEN listeners tonight, 1620 on the Goldie, uh, SEN Track, SEN Fanatic, and those through the SEN app, we are brought to you by Kia and also World Gym. If you want to get involved in the show, it's only a one-hour show tonight because the Swans and Western Bulldogs are taking over after us at 7 o'clock tonight. For those listeners for Australia, do I have to say this all the time now for listeners in Australia and listeners in New Zealand? Do you and, order? Mm, I have to get you to teach me a bit about New Zealand because your lovely wife mm. is a Kiwi. And she's I, a heavy Kiwi, like her role. Well, well, no, she's she rolls, she's let herself go a little bit. She but, rolls auroras. You know, my favourite thing. She said it today when someone says something to her. She says yes. She goes yes. I, go, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Kiwi. Uh, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six seven three six. That slipped. Yeah, uh, is our text number uh, in New Zealand? If you want to text us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, double eight, double three. What did you think of State of Origin last night in New Zealand? Do you, who do you follow? If you're a Kiwi. No, who, we asked that last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. And what'd they say? Well, they tend to believe that mostly Queensland followers from New Zealand on what the back of rubbish. Graham Lowe, one of the great Kiwi coaches who coached Queensland, How funnily enough. How far do you have to go back? Mid-90s. Uh, Wayne Bennett, he was an assistant coach. No, he coached New Zealand. No, he was assistant coach, wasn't he? Well, they won the 2008 World Cup with him as coach. I thought he was only the assistant. Well, yeah. It's like the, he's like when he was at Canberra. He was right. Like the, he was like the co-coach. Couldn't imagine Wayne being anyone's assistant. And Steve Kearney. What did you think of Origin last night, our uh, New Zealand listeners? Double eight double three is our text number, or you can give us a call one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Wow, what a state of origin number three it was, Sats. Mm-hmm. 
finally the Blues got up, and you are as only as good as your last win. Yep. So that for me proves that we are the better side. Even though you're calling for a five game series, I, I'm I'm going for six. <laughs> Seriously, I think we finally got it right. You know the frustrating thing the what? whole whole time. Why is why is Cameron Murray sitting on the bench to the fiftieth minute? Him starting in thirteen jersey last night looked different. Cook at nine, and I know I'm pointing out the South plays here, but you I'm just glad you pointed it out. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but getting early ball to Josh Adokar, who's who scored one of the tries. <laughs> Of origin, what? What's happening? Belmont from Clarence, Clarence says, Woogie, if the New Zealand listeners are listening, they probably already know the frequency. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I uh, listen. But it's good to hear it, isn't it? On air. You know why we do it. Yeah. Stand up for me here. Mm. <laughs> You're not going to, are you? No. No. Uh, what did you think of origin last night? I, I thought Cody Walker, brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Cody Walker's one of those players, he's, he has the ability to he's, – he's very divisive the way that he plays and how competitive he is. And and even as a Queensland fan, I've got to say, I just – I love watching Cody play. He's so much like you – know, people get angry at me when I compare players, but I, just the style that he plays is so much like Cliffy Lyons. Yeah. He's – I think he's the best player in the game at summing up situations. Yep. Uh, so when he's got lots of things going on in his head, he – most of the time he picks the right – the right reaction most times. And, and he showed it again last night. You know, he was great. Stephen Crichton was amazing. Bradman Best on debut. They all amazing. did their job. You know what I like about this? And some people, and I've had people say this to me tonight. They go, I, Queensland, relax. They've already got the series in hand. And and what do you reckon? They they they, they pull back by about 15%. No, you don't, you don't deliberately pull back. But mentally, when, when you've won the series and you've got a coach that's saying, that's, you know, you got to, You've got a chance to be part of this very illustrious crew, which only seven, te- seven teams have won 3-0 in the history of origin over 40 years, which is quite amazing. And But when you win the series, yes, you're, tr- you're getting motivated. You can't wait to wear the jersey and go out and win 3-0. But there is a little voice on the back of your head. And this, and this, is, this is coming from players that have been in this situation. There's things that they do throughout the week that they probably wouldn't normally do in the first two games, just individually. There's a voice in the back of their heads that's saying, well, I've won the series and I can't wait to go out and play, but if we lose, well, I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be upset, but we still get to raise the trophy. All those little messages are going through your head. And when you're thinking about those little things, yeah. and I'm not saying everyone does, you only need half the team to be thinking that. It just takes a little bit off your preparation, your attitude, your application, those sorts of things. And so as a typical Queensland supporter, you're already talking down the great performance from the Blues last night. Absolutely no, not. That's what you're doing. i tell you what I liked about last night, and it's been forced through injury and yeah. a little bit of form, is that the Panthers stranglehold mm-hmm. on key positions in New South Wales, in the New South Wales team, wasn't there last night. And I've said this to you on air, and I've said this for the start of the season, that – I get concerned about the combinations from the Penrith side of the New South Wales team and the other other players trying to fit into that. And I think selections have been made, well, clearly they've been made, around – are you listening to me? Yeah, I am. Uh, clearly because of combinations. And I don't think we've had the right players in the right positions. 
Otherwise, Cody Walker would have been the six in the first game. Well, you're saying that in hindsight now. No, I said it at the beginning. I said to you after game... But Cody game, wouldn't have been fit for, for game, game two. two. No, he wouldn't have been. Yeah, because that quad injury. But I, I just... I got... I, I think there was too much of a reliance on the Panthers players. Mm. And I think that's hard for the other players to fit around. And last night, we finally saw a team which didn't have no reliance on the Panthers players. I think, I think for New South Wales, what works... What has worked most of the time and has been the most fluent when you've got the Panthers players in there is when you've got Latrell and, and Tommy Trevojevic. You've got in these the centers, yeah. Yeah, you've got these players that you can that have got these these great targets to go to, um, and then without them, maybe it's a completely different mindset amongst the side when you don't have those key players in the centers. So, um, and it, it proved that without Tommy Trevojevic and Latrell Mitchell, that a little bit more of an open and unpredictable approach from someone like Cody creates problems for the opposition. Also, I don't think Luai is the player Cody Walker is either. No, now, well, I've got one red eye and one green eye, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't – this year, I don't think Luai is playing anywhere near the form of Cody Walker. Yeah, and that's probably right when you're looking at form this year. But he's he has been very good for New South Wales in years gone by when they have one series with, with Jerome Luai. Is he six. as good? But he's not as good without Nathan Cleary. No, well, we don't know. We haven't seen him play for long periods of time without without. Nathan. How long do you need? Would Three, Jero- four, would, five. Would years? Jerome, if he Jerome went to another club, would he make them better? I think I think he would, and that's a sign of a very good player. If Cody Walker went to every club, he would make every team, every team better. But yeah, he was outstanding last night. Can I say? You know what I loved about last night? Seventy six thousand. Yeah, that was fans good. turning up to a core stadium. I thought that was outstanding. When many believed that it was. Possibly only going to get to maybe sixty thousand, mm. and that would have been a shame because a lot of people would have missed out on that experience. So, in the last sort of forty-eight hours before the game, yeah, your emotions change. You, you're filthy after losing game two. You you regret following State of Origin. I'm never going to follow them again. Where's all the things I said? Origin is finished, ah. and and all that all yeah. those um, responses. But then, yeah, three or four days out, you start thinking, you know, actually, I am going to support them, and. I'm glad a lot of people got out there last night to support it. And well done to you and Rat uh, starring in the opener for Channel 9's coverage of State of Origin. What about Rat stealing the line of one of our loyal listeners to Scum. use? Scum. It's called plagiarism. Yeah. And what was the line again about being a 10-year-old kid? Do, you, do your 10-year-old self proud. Mm. It won our competition a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Mm. And he looked down the camera and it's, basically said, this is my idea. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could read the same thing. I I did yeah. too. And he goes, "This is mine." Yeah. Do you? And I've gone, "Wow, that's I've heard." I that am before. a master motivator. That's what he was basically saying. He's now doing that. Who's that Robinson bloke who goes on the world tour and motivates people? People pay you know a lot of money for. He's going Tony on that, Robbins. Yeah, Tony Robbins. Mm. He's now support act. Yep. To Tony Robbins. Yeah. Unbelievable, Rat, you are. Um, journo player ratings, yeah, you've got an that, issue with this. Well, I read that in this morning, all the, the journos who have given their ratings in, in, different, uh, in different print media. And I'm a little bit disappointed, very disappointed in one of the ratings, or didn't, actually didn't even get a rating, the pitch invader. He was on longer <laughs> than Clint Gutherson, so he deserved a rating. Well, how about this? There's already been a a text uh, from Steve from Dubbo calling me a flog. Uh, Stop whinging about Murray. Gutho missed last week's Warriors going to play three minutes of origin. (laughs) Yeah, but the the way Parramatta performed last week, I think they missed more than just Gutho. Yeah, look, 
I've heard, I, I read some stuff online, and you know how everything online, particularly Twitter, mm. is true. Apparently that pitch invader yep. was Nico Hines. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So Nico Hines yep. was trying to get on the bloody oh, field any way he gotcha. could. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, well done, Nico. You got on there longer than Gutho. That's a joke. Uh, time for a sports update. All thanks to our mates at Mitre 10. Oh, can I quickly say last night in our Maroons parochial call, we asked for the winner of a sports day esky from last night, the closest, the winner first and the closest score line to the eventual score line. Mm-hmm. And so Michael from the Gold Coast, he said 36-20 New South Wales because basically 90% of the listeners said, oh, Queensland will win. Mm. So Michael from the Gold Coast will be in contact. Well, Cohen will be. Daddy so Bass. those eskies, they are the smallest esky I've ever seen in my life. They fit, what, one and a half beers? No, they fit four cans, right. four stubbies. Right. If you're a ice. bloke and you have four stubbies in your esky, you're not coming to my place. Well, that's when you want to go for just a nice little casual. You're not going to... Four? Drink too much. What? You got to drink wise, drink responsibly. What? Yeah. And is it true, mm. rather than keeping your cans cool, mm. these actually cook your cans? Is this. We can also. <laughs> can you eat them up, can you? Yeah. You're not liking this. You've organised these yeah. personally. Is it true you designed them? I did. Correct me if I'm right. <laughs> um, Cody, man of the match. Um, deserved. Yes, he did get man of the match. Yes, good. Thanks. We'll move on from that. Um, geez, l- looking at last night's game, and we'll talk more about this with uh, Bedsy, uh, Danny Badiris real soon. He's obviously part of the coaching team at the Blues. Um, geez, l- let's look ahead to next year. I mean, I want game four. Let's, let's play next week. look ahead to next year. But let, let's look at this, though. Like Bradman Best, 21 yeah. years of age, on debut, mm. two tries, outstanding performance. Great. Uh, Stephen Crichton, fantastic in defence. Yep. Next year, those blokes probably won't play. If Tommy and Luttrell don't play, mm. they're out. Yep. I mean, is is it possible we'll never see Bradman Best play Origin again? Because he's, what, fourth in line in the centres? Well, Brad, Bradman Best, he may not play Origin unless there's injury suspension. And and there's Campbell Graham as well. Yeah, Tedesco is still going to be playing. And then you've got Luttrell and, and Tommy Trebojevic. You may not see... Bradman best for another four or five years, which is okay because he's still only 25 at that stage. But once you get a taste, you want more of it. Uh, but, yeah, you got Tommy and you got Luttrell and then you got Campbell Graham and then you got Stephen Crichton. So, yeah, he's, he's probably fifth in line, to be quite honest. And it's just because the opportunity that arose itself. And that's what you got to do. you got to play that game as if it's your last ever game of origin you're ever going to play. And you leave a mark, and that's exactly what Sorry, he did. Sorry, can I read this out? Because we've got to go to a break in just a sec, Sats. Uh, Cosman, unlike Gutho, at least the pigeon Vader had to go. Well, he didn't get a chance, Cos. Hey? Should we just, how long until Steve retaliates? Oh, yeah. No, nothing wrong with the Parramatta bashing. And one more. Oh, this is from Steve. I hope it's good riddance to the whole Penrith connection at Origin. Last night was proof we don't need it. Yeah, well, you are a Parramatta supporter, Steve, so... Yeah, plenty to talk about. Danny Badiris uh, standing by in just a moment. Oh, look, the other big news, by the way, we've got to do this quickly. Payne Haas's manager has announced he will go to the open market November 1, mm. off contract after 2024. This sounds like to me, Sats, that he's going to rugby. Going to rugby? I reckon, like, if he was going to stay a Bronco, he'd stay. Yeah, I'm... no, this is this is smart from a manager. He just He's saying, we know you're going to get a million dollars. We know that mm. minimum. So let's just go and see. I reckon, and, and what it does also do is be it takes all the pressure of 
headlines and who he's going to be talking to and what club he's talking to because he can't do that until mm. after November 1, which means they can get the season out of the way and then and then worry about it and worry about all the negative publicity, whatever that may be. Uh, so this is – I'd be doing this as if I was his manager. Now, he probably wants to stay at Brisbane for, for a number of reasons and he knows he's going to get seven figures – but to take all the pressure off him, they're just going to say, well, we're going to go to the market November 1, so lay off. And in the background, he could be talking to rugby. Who knows? But at least it takes all the all the attention away from him. And it's also, well, I, no doubt he's got a, an offer from rugby in his back pocket. No doubt about it. I mean, Eddie's been kind of open about that. Yep. Um, now it's like, okay, let's, let's not sign with the Broncos. Let's see what sort of offer we can get from a rugby league team. He's going to get nothing like he's going to get from rugby. Yeah, Nothing. A, and it, I don't know Payne Haas well enough to see whether he is motivated by money or he's not motivated by legacy. What? Hold on to that for our that's ridiculous, would you? <laughs> Who isn't motivated by money? Well, some aren't motivated by overall money. It's about, please. well, can I earn still good earn money? Can I play in a good team? Is it going to be near my family because some are yep. motivated by that? There are a lot of areas that, that motivate players and... He's just got to make a big decision. But either way, you know what? I don't think he's going to be too concerned about making his car repayments. No, no, not at all. Uh, that's a, an NRL update. All thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade, the local business that values having yours. That's why the trade trusts Mitre 10. Danny Badiris from the Blues Camp joins us. Let's see if he's sober first. Mm-hmm. Uh, joins us next on Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. If you go look at the, the highlight of that, he layers up, he puts his hand up, the boy from Tari. Yeah. And look, uh, and he said, look, if I come on the show today, you've got to play that. Yeah. So we've played that. We've done it for you. Now, didn't you change your name? Is it Booteris? Remember last time we had a chat to him? It's it's Danny. It, it, it's Booteris, isn't it? Yeah, no. Siri Siri says it that way. Does it? When you go into Siri, call me Booteris. But, um. No, no, no. The boys reckon I'm the only bloke who says his own name wrong. But if, <laughs> if, you're, if you're from the European world over there, or uh, Buderis, there it is. There it is. There what it nationality is, is that, Betsy? French German, man. It's okay. right on the border really? there. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice. There so, you go. Kranskis. Uh, Betteris. I've been called all sorts of things over here. Uh, but. I'll take Betsy. There yeah. we go. That's so we, fine. we always like to base our nationalities on food. So I'm thinking a Kransky inside a baguette. <laughs> what do you reckon? That Oh, geez, that's all right, isn't oh, it? Oh, that, that sounds all right. That sounds all good. I'm filmed that way at the moment. Um, uh, yeah, you're sober, Betsy? Or, or what? What's going on? Yeah, it's time to pick me up. Uh, it was great. It was a really good, um, good scenes, you know. It's been a, a real pressured series so good to see all the families in there um the last three games we've had the long faces on so um you know it's never never good losing an origin um series or an origin match but we've you know broke the shackles a bit for us last night and a lot of pressure um came off a lot of people's shoulders you had a chance Betsy, after the game when you know all the cameras are gone and start the players and families start to filter out where you and freddie and brandy and just 
the immediate circle and Mary McGregor get to sit down and have a have a quiet beer? Uh, not really. Last night was more just about getting everyone in, the families, and there's a lot of people that are, uh, are under pressure. And you know, the, what's really good about the, the staff we've got, you know, no no one faulted the sport. At the end of the day, that the head coach makes decisions, and we we support those and do our do our jobs as best we can. And um, you know, last night, um, you know, the way that the players played, the the, the game plan um, was executed perfectly, and. Uh, Cody had a, a big say in that and really owned the performance. And along with the debutante there from Newcastle in uh, in Brabham Vest, um, what, a, what a debut. Yeah, you would love seeing that. Mm. Also, it's a real shot in the arm for the Knights as well to see one of their players going so well uh, last night. When you talk about Cody Bedsy, he has got that little bit of alpha about him, alpha male. He's got a bit of an aura about him. Um, it looks like he's, you know, he's been around a long time, Cody, but even though he's a late, late starter in the NRL, when he walked into the Blues camp... Could you sense that he that he had that sense of ownership yeah. about him? Definitely, definitely. And from the minute he walked in and looked you in the eye and shook your hand, he he was going to own a, own a performance. And not only he, he was happy to to own the you know the, the teams as well. So um, he's in a really good headspace. The way way he spoke um, when he got the, the players player uh, back at the post match function was. Real clear, really top notch, really classy, and he played that way as well. And mm. um, he spoke about all the all the players that played last night and what sort of job they did for him. But um, at the end of the day, if you ask Bradman Best, run off uh, Katie Walker, um, what a pleasure, you know. And I think both those guys and, and Foxy there on the left, um, how good, you know, all week prepared very well, really well. So, but on the other side as well, I thought all our outside backs did an awesome job, and um, Brian Tall and. Uh, Stevie Kite and Stevie Kite and mm. with his defence and uh, Brian with his play two carries. Um, I tell you who I love putting on the Blues jumper, Jake Travojevic. Whenever I see Jake Travojevic in a uh, in a Blues jumper, I just feel like things are going to get done, yeah. and I I feel more confident. Uh, Freddie loves him. Like, what, what does he bring to the side behind the scenes? Like, do you guys obviously feel the same way? Like, what, what does he bring to the Definitely. team? Uh, it brings a lot to the team. Um, you know, people, you know, a lot of a lot of selections and different things happen this year. A lot of hurdles. You know, Jake got hurt um, on the eve of the series. Uh, Regan Campbell Gillo got hurt um, a couple of weeks um, before the series. So the two front rows that came back into the squad for Game Three, and after their injuries had sort of settled, and you know, but Jake, Jake is an international player, the high standard player. He's never not played to the best of his ability. You know, he's always doing whatever he can for the team, puts it first. Um, but he's always, just at training, he's always happy to be amongst it. With, with Whatever's going on, he's, he's in it. So, um, you know, he's when you're looking at those teams and you're like, I'm like you, like you, when you see his name down there, it, it feels right. Mm. I mean, talk about Bradman Best. I still find it hard to believe 21 years of age. I know. I feel like he's been playing the game for years and two tries on, on debut. Uh, could have easily had three tries. Uh, another man who made his uh, debut last night was Kalama Tungi from the Rabbitohs. Geez, yeah. didn't he put in a big performance? He did. He, he really did. He he was um, he felt really comfortable in his surroundings there with um, and Cam Murray through the middle with with Damien Cook. I thought the wit from uh, the pass from Damien was was great to Cam. And um, but on the right, he had a big job to do. He's tasked with a big job to to run at some of their real quality players, and um, he did that. 
to you know to the tee, you know to the ladder. He did a really good job there and, and really carried out the game plan. So um, you know you, you're unearthing some some new ones there, and that's um, that's what it was about to get the, get the victory, but give some other guys a, a taste of um, what could happen. And you're right, like Brabham Best at uh, 21. Um, and Keon as well, he's, he's, he's young so plenty of good years ahead for those uh, those couple. Spoke about Bradman Best last night on our call, his father Roger was top three best schoolboy football players you've ever seen amazing, he comes from great DNA now, he's a Queenslander, yeah he's two from yeah, Ipswich he's, he's a, a mad Queensland fan, Bradman yeah. Best dad yeah, yeah. yeah he made yeah. a com- oh that makes sense because he made a comment post game on the Channel 9 coverage and I didn't quite understand it, now yeah. I get it yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. fantastic yeah. Uh, now, um, yeah, no, I think Bradman when he was, he was one of those breach sprinters as well. So, uh, we had two breach sprinters out there last night, but um, I think when he when he represented New South Wales, um, I think Roger tried to say, mate, this will be the first time you represent New South Wales, and Bradman said, no, nah, mate, this is this is me, I'm always going to be a New South Welshman, and he bleeds blue. So, no, he, he dreamt of that occasion. I'm sure he would have played it over as many times in his head, Bradman, about playing for the Blues, but I don't think he's ever probably. Dreamt about that performance, so you know, be spinning a bit at the moment. Hey, Betsy, I love the unsung heroes. I always look at the game, and yeah, we can see the flashy brilliance of, of Walker and and um, and you know, the finishes of of Toto and and Josh Adokar. But I've got to say, I, I love watching defensive resilience of sides, and it wasn't there in the first two games on a number of occasions for New South Wales, but last night for 80 minutes. They, you stood there with your heels on the on the try line, and you withstood a, you know, a wave of Queensland attack time and time again. I've got to say, the four guys that really stood out for me was two, three that you've mentioned: Keon Kulamatangi, uh, Damien Cook, yeah. and Cam Murray. But Liam Martin protected Cody Walker all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he'd be when you're talking about the backfield medal or something like that. Uh, he would have polled uh, great in all three three games. Um, Liam and come off the bench, played uh, in the middle a little, a little bit um, the first two, but he owned that that left side. And, you know, if if you're running off Cody with the ball, and the, the least you could do is try and protect him um, mm. when you haven't got the ball. So um, they had a really good combination. And um, you're right, defensively, we you know that's, we didn't save enough tries in the first two games, but we definitely saved tries last night. And, and that's how you win Origins, and that's how you have those Origin moments. Now, you know better than anyone, Bedsy, that Origin takes it out of you physically, but as a coach, it obviously takes it out of you emotionally. And with Tommy Trebojevic out and Latrell out and Cleary out, those three main players, and with the media scrutiny, did Freddie, did it take it out of him emotionally this series? Yeah, it's been a tough one. It has. It's, you know, there's a lot of things been happening and a lot of commentary around pretty much everything um, to do, you know, with what, what New South Wales was trying to do this year. So, um, it does, you know, and it affects not just it affects everyone, it affects your family and you know, that that's last night at the end of the day from a profile position it's not probably in sport you've got Australian cricket Australian cricket uh coach and then probably um mm. you know, New South Wales origin coach but just under that it's, it's a very high profile job and um yeah, so it, it's probably definitely uh looking forward to having the series finished and that, that game won last night and you know, really enjoying that victory and first time I saw it same smile last night. It was, it was really the same smile. Yeah, well done. Great, great win. And I know our Queensland listeners probably aren't loving this chat as much as I am at the moment, Ben. Nah. It's hard working with these bloody Queenslanders. Yeah. I can tell you that much. <laughs> d- d- looking uh, ahead. Mate, they all, I've got a few of them here at the Knights. And oh. They all just pop down now. So they come up and then they just pop down. <laughs> <laughs> got the big but that, 
They were uh, they had a great series, Queensland, and they, they did. <clears throat> they did. Um, before you go, like, geez, it must be. I know we're looking ahead to next year, but we've been talking about it tonight as well. Geez, there's some headaches for the New South Wales selectors next year when you. I mean, Bradman Best, who played an outstanding <laughs> debut last year, if Latrell and, and uh, Tommy are fit, they're back in the centres. Campbell Graham. Campbell, yeah. Uh, Cam- but but then, you, then you've got Nathan Cleary. I mean, Mitch Moses, again, has not put a foot wrong in the in the two origins he's filled in for Nathan Cleary this year. And it's, you know, it, there's going to be some hard decisions. Finally, I think you guys got it right with Murray. Good uh, decisions. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but good, good decisions. Decision, and, you know, like there's going to be... So yeah. many decisions. Like Payne Haas has got to come back next year for game one as well. So, so much going on. Yeah, well, you always see um, injuries. And, you know, with the, the injuries we've had this year, it, it obviously creates depth and opportunities for, for other players, which it has. So, um, but yeah, let's just uh, give Origin a little bit of a rest, I reckon, before we pick next year's team. And um, But you, can, you never know what's going to happen. Um, next year but you know, some of those players that didn't play in the series are injured in the series and you know someone like Latrell he's just got that box office ticket you know he's he's the X factor and uh, but Bradman what, what a, what a you know, series he loved play, playing for the Blues and we'll see what happens next year Bedsy before we let you go really quickly uh, we know you've got your little training group you're still, you're still getting <laughs> together well now that Origin's finished we get a lot of time so just go through who's in your little training group three or four days a week well, I've missed out on the – so over the origin period, it's hard. I haven't been part of the wolf pack, right? That's what we call <laughs> yeah. the wolf pack. So yeah. Chief heads it up. Chief Chief's a, uh, and Kirk Gidley. Probably Kirk Gidley is the, he's the one that gets us put through our paces. Yep. Um, Matt Gidley, Kirk Gidley. Steve Crow. he's on yeah. 75 days hard, right? Today yep. was the 75th day. So he's done 150 sessions straight. Oh. So that's worth a round of applause. So that's two every day. So 75 hard, you've got to do – uh, 75 days of, of training, no alcohol, take something out of your diet, read 10 pages of a book, three, three gallons of water and all that sort of stuff. So Crowey, he's on fire. He's leading the charge at the moment. So And Mark Hughes, Mark Hughes, Bill Peden, it's a good crew. It's about good eight of us. So, the um, wolf pack. He's a great way to start. He's a wankers. That's yeah. right. The wolf pack. Who howls? Who does we've the got, howling? Who does the howling, yeah. <laughs> and, um, We've even we've even got which it didn't. Chloe bought singlets with a big wolf on it. Once. Oh, just, stop it! Just, just hey, so people know who you did, are. We didn't wear it though. <laughs> Jesus, Betsy, oh, come out! Anyway. He's gone from an Australian man, a rugby league Australian rugby league legend here, New South Wales legend, down to the wolf pack. Yep. Jeez. And Oregon <laughs> Betsy Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bedsy, uh, we'll let you go. Uh, good luck with the Knights for the rest of the year, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm just at NRLW training at the moment, so we're kicking off next week. Yeah, so next week. Just yeah, have yeah. a look how you're running there. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, but yeah, big game tomorrow night. Knights v uh, West Tigers here at home. So Friday night footy. Yeah, good, good stuff. Thanks, good stuff. Bedsy. Uh, congratulations last night. Can't wait. We should have game four. New South Wales are ready to go now. <laughs> Bring on game four. Bugger yeah, this nah, three-game series. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a showpiece, isn't it? It's plenty to chat about. Beautiful. Bedsy. So, well, let's rest. Let's, let's, let's put it to bed. Let's put it to bed. Benny Badurus. Oh, what, what is it again? I've forgotten. Badurus. Badurus. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining yeah, us on yeah. Sports Day. No worries, lads. See ya. We're back for World Gym. 
train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hello. Welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here for your Thursday night. AFL action not too far away. The Swans and the Western Bulldogs. We've got a protest. What? Maltese Malman from Marrickville says, hang on, Scotty, I put this forward last night around the scoreline, but hasn't put the scoreline through, so I've got to find this. So Malman, Rightio. send that through again. Yeah, do that. Uh, listen, with something we didn't mention earlier, uh, Shawnee Johnson has re-signed uh, with the Warriors for a yes. further year, 14th season. He's been in good form this year. Outstanding. Outstanding. And wife is due to give birth this week. Second yeah, child. nice. Well yeah. done. Uh, Wimbledon is now streaming on Stan Sport. Watch every match ad-free. Centre court in 4K. And Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches, AATC.tennis. Brett Phillips, the main man in the tennis world, joining us now. We're at the pointy end of Wimbledon, Brett. Yeah, we certainly are, Joe. Scotty, uh, women's semis uh, tonight. Uh, men's uh, semis, of course, have been confirmed with what happened uh, overnight. So, yeah, it's going to be a fascinating few days ahead. Uh, if, there's, uh, if there's one trophy you want to add to the CV, it is the coveted Wimbledon trophy, which um, sort of takes that CV to another stratosphere. So it's a big few days for a, a few players. I love watching this Alcaraz, BP. Yeah, well, you can't take your eyes off him, yeah. can you? And last night, last night we got to watch the future of men's tennis because we do talk about Carlos a lot, and rightly so, because he's the world number one, but... Let me tell you, the young Dane, uh, Holger Runa, at world number six, same age as Carlos, played all juniors together, played doubles together. He's not too far behind. And it only took a tie break and a couple of uh, breaks of serve in sets two and three to separate that pair last night who, you know, just exchanged some fantastic rallies, uh, power from the back, deft touch and angles at the front of the court. And, you know, both have got boundless energy. You know, they've got a smile on their face there. They, they engage the crowd. And we're going we're gonna to watch these two go head-to-head and form, hopefully, a great rivalry over the next sort of 10 to 15 years. But Carlos is just a, a bit better. You know, he's been on the biggest stages, having won a major. And the question will be, can he win Wimbledon? We obviously reference everything back to Novak because he is the seven-time champion. He's going for 24. He's going Jeez. for a calendar slam. <laughs> He sort of looks like he's just in a totally different world, even though if you look at the scores, they can look tight, but there's an inevitability about the scoreline and what's going to happen, particularly in the clutch points, particularly in a tiebreak. Uh, Tiebreakers, he just you know goes to another level. And, you know, he should beat Yannick Sinner in their semi-final. Though Sinner last year had Djokovic two sets to love in their quarterfinal and played brilliant tennis. So if he can take those good memories and he's... 12 months on a better player and Darren Carl's working some magic. You know, that might be able to sway things. Um, maybe, you never know. And then Medvedev up against Elkaraz. Look, that could go... I mean, look, I'm not ruling out Daniil. I mean, certainly Carlos is plenty of ticks there. No doubt. But Medvedev's he's stingy. And he got through in five overnight. He wants to prove everyone wrong that, you know, that, that no one rates him on the grass. A little chip on his shoulder. So, yeah, there's a couple of cracking semis in the men's to come. All right, mate. We've got to run just in 10 seconds. The women tonight. Yep. Sabalenka, uh, I think, beats on Jabir. She might outpower her. And then Alina Svitolina, the feel-good story. 
to beat Bondrosevich. He'd be an edge, he'd be an edge in that final, wouldn't there? Svitolina, oh, yeah. Ukraine, Sabalenka, yeah. Belarus. Mm. Bit of feeling at the French Open. Yeah. Anyway, the Royal Box will be watching on. If it does come to that, we'll see what happens. All right, BP, got to run, mate. Thanks for your updates on Wimbledon. Uh, semi-finals start tonight on Stan Sport. Watch every match ad-free, centre court in 4K. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. It certainly is, and this man is in the know. Uh, Chris Nelson joining us. G'day, Nelson. Jace uh, Sats, how are you guys? Good. I'm very happy. Very happy. Why's that? Well, Origin, uh, New South Wales. I'm yep. still celebrating uh, winning the third game of the series. You know what they say in the racing industry? No, the biz. Uh, in the racing biz? <laughs> You're, You're only, only as good, good as, as your, your last, last start. That's yeah. right. And yeah. your last winner. So <laughs> cop that, Queensland. Uh, anyway, Racing Queensland, racing segment now. Nelso, um, there's some news around the winner of the Winx uh, Guineas. Yes. Uh, about someone wanting to buy it? Well, there was offers, plenty of offers about uh, uh, Knight's Choice, who, or for Knight's Choice, who, of course, won the, uh, the Winx Guineas, which was, of course, the Sunshine Coast Guineas. At the Sunshine Coast a couple of weeks ago, made it three wins on the trot. Looks very promising. You know, uh, Connections have a very high opinion of this horse. They were offered, reports are they were offered $2.3 million to sell this horse, which would have come from Hong Kong, but they've knocked it back. What? Are you saying they're on the Hong Kongs or is from (laughs) Hong Kong? (laughs) From Hong Kong. Yep. So uh, they've knocked back $2.3 million and they're looking towards uh, maybe the Cox Plate with this horse. Now, that's a bit of a step up in class, but look, part trained by Sheila Laxon, of course, who trained Ethereal back in the day. So she knows a good horse. Wow. Yeah, wow. 2.3. That's a pretty – put that into ter- – is that, a, is that a, a massive offer? It is. Yeah, right. it is a massive offer. I mean, I've seen a lot of offers from Hong Kong over the years. That's probably one of the biggest, that, if not the biggest, that I've seen. That's – that's beyond life-changing. So well, apparently you can it. make some money in this horse game. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if you buy and sell horses. If you've got a decent one, it helps. Now, Gold Coast Turf Club, and we're yep. talking about off-air, Nelson, that Melbourne Cup Day, not only on the track is a big day in every every postcode in Australia, but yep. it could be an even bigger day for the Gold Coast Turf Club. It could. Uh, they're looking at hopefully getting back on the grass on uh, on Melbourne Cup Day. We know oh, we've been hooray. racing on the poly. For a long time, while we've got the grass, which is all being laid there and looking really good, but they're hoping that uh, it's all um, spick and span and ready to go on uh, on Melbourne Cup Day. Of course, they want to be up and running for Magic Millions in January. So uh, Derby or Melbourne Cup, but they're leaning towards Melbourne Cup at this stage. And and question without notice, Nelson. Any what what other improvements can we expect from the Gold Coast Turf Club? I think they've put a tunnel in for the horses to come through from the training area. Um, there'll be lights, as we know, down the track probably next year sometime. So there's plenty more to come. And the, tra- the training facilities are actually improved out of sight. Uh, Bjorn Baker, I know, is one trainer that's looking at uh, setting up a satellite stable from New South Wales. So for the trainers, it's a massive win. They've had to go through, uh, what, probably eight or nine months of uh, poly track. But once it's all over, it's going to be a win-win for trainers. I've actually had a look at some proposed plans for the Gold Coast Turf Club in the middle 
where there's a lot of obviously yeah. a lot of spare space. It will be one, if not outside of Victoria, it'll be one of the the best the best tracks in Australia. What like, hospitality when it comes to activities and everything for everyone. I mean, it's yeah, it, it, the plans look amazing, but. Um, outside of that, when you talk about lights at the Gold Coast Turf Club, if there was any track yeah. in Australia yeah. that needed lights yeah, yeah. and twilight racing, it's got to be the Gold Coast, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's got the backdrop like Happy Valley in Hong Kong, and I've seen some some artists drawing two sets of uh, some high rises yeah. uh, near the near the actual race course. You can look over the track and live there and look over the track, similar oh, to uh, Eagle Farm, like a South Bank like uh, water. Yeah. Water, really? area, everything, yeah. yeah. It looks going to be How amazing if it gets if it comes off. I've been to Happy Valley. Yeah. The race, it's unbelievable. Is that the massage parlour? No, no, that's not <laughs> Sydney. Oh, no, okay. no, that's this is the Happy Valley in Hong Kong. It's <laughs> great. That's uh, anyway, uh, I better move on from that. Uh, any tips for this weekend's racing? Uh, look, Eagle Farm. We'll, we'll throw a couple in at uh, at value. Race four, number twelve, Gaius. I think will run well. And race six, number 11, We Go Bam. For SEN Track's own Sammy Collett, I think will run really well also. So stick with race four, number 12, and race six, number 11, guys. Both each way. All right. Thank you very much, Nelson. Um, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Nelso, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Have a, a pleasant weekend. I Thank love, you. I love Happy Valley. <laughs> it's <laughs> a great place. Happy I love Valley. it. Yeah. It's a great race course. Hey, listen, uh, next Tuesday, by the way, by the way, you and Rats, yeah. uh, I might come out and just have a quiet beer. Uh, doing bring an outside, bring a. Oh, well, I don't have one yet. Uh, doing outside broadcast uh, from a caravan park. Yeah. Now tell old war stories around a fire. Thanks to Pickering Caravans, your gateway to unforgettable adventures. All right, so that'll be happening next week. All right, couple of quick texts. Michael on the Gold off. Coast, love the show. I didn't enter the comp last night. I've always been Michael on the Gold Coast. Michael, <laughs> there are other Michaels on the Gold Coast. We think it's another Michael what? anyway. I love the text from Keith Rocco and Cham, but unfortunately, we don't have. Enough time to read it out. Uh, New South Wales are the form side of the origin. Get on next year. Ken from Mermaid. I think Ken's taking the P155, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Brad from Redhead says he thought Loz, Laurie Daly, uh, got given a raw deal against the Queensland team he had to coach long against for so long. Uh, a lot of stations leaving us for the Swans v Western Bulldogs. Live coverage of Go that match. Swanies. Yeah, be nice. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not banking on it anyway. Uh, but Sports Day, back Monday night from 6 with Sats and the Rats. Catch ya. See ya. Goodbye.